This is the Ed Milet Show. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm so excited to spend this time with you here this week answering a question I keep getting from millions of you, which is, Ed, how do I begin to attract into my life the things that I want and the things out of my life that I don't want? It's a pretty important question. I don't know that you could ask a more important question. And so I'm here today to try to help answer that for you. Now, here's the good news. The good news is this. There are people who have become great at this. Yes, there are people who become great at attracting into their lives the things they want and getting things out of their life they don't want. Quite frankly, I've become one of them. I've studied them for many years, and I think I've become very good at doing that. I've coached many of them and continue to coach many of these people who are attracting things into their life that most people can only dream of. And let me tell you, these are things like the body you want, the relationships you want, the money you want, the emotions you want to experience, the memories you want to have. You can begin to attract those things into your life. And there's a science and an art form to doing it. Now, first, let me give you the good news. The good news is that there's a truth about you that I want you to hear. You ready? Yes, you. You were born to do something great with your life. Let me say that to you again so you hear it for all the people in the back. You were born to do something great with your life. And maybe it's been a long time since someone's reminded you of this. Maybe no one's ever told you. So I'm here to let you know that. Now, here's the thing that's interesting about doing something great with your life. You probably won't know when you're doing it because we think about only the big things in our life. You know, did I have this big award, this big promotion, this big circumstance happen? But oftentimes, the things in life that are very small end up being very big. For example, the man who helped my father get sober. That night where he helped my dad in the situation of my dad was going to lose his life or lose his family, that man didn't know that that small, kind gesture of helping my father. He didn't even know if my dad would stay sober. He didn't know he was doing something great. He didn't think he would. Heck, this guy was an alcoholic and a drug addict himself at one time. So he certainly didn't think he was doing something great. But little did he know that that man would become sober and help thousands of other people get sober in the next 35 years. Little did he know that that man's son was me. And that I've had the blessing of making hundreds of millions of dollars and inspiring millions of people on every continent in the world. Little did he know that little thing that didn't seem like he was doing something great was changing millions of lives in that moment. And so you won't know when you're doing it, but you were born to do it. You were born to live a great life. You were born to be happy. You were born to contribute. You were born to make your dreams come true. And so I want to remind you of that. Now, here's the sad fact. 95% of people will live their entire life and never do it. Maybe more. They'll go their entire life and never live a life that they want. They'll never make their dreams come true. They'll never have success. By the way, what is success? Success to me is having a very clear picture of what you want. And then eventually your life matches that picture. But I don't even think you have to have that to be successful. I think success by definition is have a very clear picture of what you want and be in the process of making progress towards making that a reality. Obviously, the ultimate success is achieving the life you dream of. But progress towards a worthy goal, a worthy vision in your life is the pathway to success. So why don't most people make it? Why don't most people? They go their whole life. They never really live. They react because they live in the physical world. They don't control their thoughts. I want you to remember this. Thoughts are the currency with which you purchase your dreams. Thoughts are the currency with which you purchase your dreams and your vision. If you can begin to change the way you think, Literally, you can begin to change your life, but most people only operate in the physical world. 
They're not cognizant. They're not aware of even who they are. They don't even know who they are. And because they don't know who they are, they operate in the physical all the time. And so they're constantly reacting to what's happening around them and they never dictate the terms. See, I don't think you lack vision in your life. You know, the Bible says, where there's no vision, the people will perish. Well, listen to me. I think you probably have some type of a vision for your life. If I asked you, do you want to be happy or sad? Which vision do you have? Which dream? Happy, rich or poor? You'd probably say rich, whatever that means to you. Rich in spirit, rich financially, rich in friendships, rich in love. You'd say rich. Do you want to be physically strong and healthy and have energy or be out of shape and lack energy and, and have poor health? You'd have a vision for the health, right? Loving relationships or no relationships. Great memories or no memories. You have a vision. Your issue is depth perception. You think it's further away than it is. And because you think it's there, you've created patterns and beliefs and behaviors in your life that perpetually keep it that far away. And then eventually you just kind of forget you belong there anyway. But remember this, your dreams, the visions of your life is God's way of giving you a preview as to what's possible. He doesn't play jokes on you. It's not some joke or some hallucination. It's what's possible. And it may not showing up the way you like it. It may not end up being what you like. Heck, you could be married to somebody right now that you love very much, but they weren't the picture you had when you envisioned your dream man or woman, right? But they make you feel the way you dreamed. So oftentimes our dreams will show up in different packages than we imagine, but they'll give us what we really want, which is the emotion we want to experience. And so how do we begin to change our lives? What are the keys to doing it? So I'm going to give you a few of them today. One is believing that. Why? Because you will never rise above what you believe you deserve in your life. You may do it temporarily, but that's why you'll see certain people get in really good shape and then they get out of shape. They make a bunch of money and then they lose it. They get in a loving relationship and then it ends. You will never long-term in your life exceed what you believe you deserve to have, what you believe you're worth. And so these thoughts matter. Most people go through their whole life never really knowing who they are. And because they don't know who they are, they can't change their world. Internal change is the key to changing the external things in your life. So who are you really? Let's think about this for a minute. I say, I say to you, I don't think you know who you are. And you go, no, 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 I'm Joe Jones. No, you're not. That's two names your parents gave you, but that's not who you are. Are you your body? When you don't show up to work on a given day, do you say, body won't be there? No, you say, I won't be there. You know, my dad, when he passed away, I had the honor of spending the next hour in the room with his body. My sisters weren't real comfortable doing it. My mom was still very, very sad. And so I was left with my dad's body in the room waiting for the hearse to arrive to take my father. And you would think that that was one of the saddest moments of my life. But the truth is, it was, it was one of the most beautiful moments of my life because it was the greatest confirmation of my entire life that we're spiritual beings. Because something dawned on me immediately when I was there with my dad's body. And let me tell you what it was. Dad's gone. Dad's no longer here. His body was, but it was very clear to me, very apparent. My father was gone. So my dad wasn't his body. My dad was a spirit. And so when you begin to understand that you live in a spiritual existence and that thoughts have energy, thoughts have a vibrational frequency, you have a vibrational frequency. And to the extent that you can vibrate at a higher and higher speed, 
is to the extent that you begin to draw into your life the things that you want. The law of attraction means two things. We will eventually draw into our lives what we believe we're worthy of and we deserve and that we most passionately want. We also draw into our lives who we are. We will eventually draw to our lives. We attract who we are. Why is that? So let's go through this for a minute. You're really two things affect change in your life. Remember this, repeated thought creates change. And the more thought is repeated, the more it vibrates at a higher frequency. The more repetition it has, the more often it happens, the more, that's when people say, I'm vibrating at a higher frequency. All that really means, that's why there's power to prayer. Because the more and more you do it, there's a frequency to it. There's a connection. There's a spirit that takes place. You know, when you pray, you're talking to God. And I do it many times a day. I do it on my knees every day, as many of you know, and I do it on my knees because it reminds me how small I am, that I'm not this body, and that I need something greater than me to help me, to guide me, to give me comfort, to give me strength, to give me insight. So one of the things that people that attract into their lives, the things that they want have, many of them are praying people. Praying is when you're talking to God. Listen to me on this. Intuition is God talking back to you. These people have learned to trust their intuition, trust their intuition. Prayer is you talking to God. Intuition is God talking back to you. And oftentimes it's a whisper. And if you can't get quiet, you can't get in your inside your own spirit. You won't hear it. There are other times in your life where that intuition is screaming at you. We usually answer those, but it's the whispers we often miss. Why is that? How do we begin to change our thoughts? Because you are, believe it or not, your life right now is a direct reflection of what you've been thinking about. It's hard to say that. It's hard to believe it. No, someone took advantage of me. Listen to me. You have to accept that your life right now is a real reflection of what you believe you're worth and you deserve. And you're just getting it. It's hard to accept because there's been people hurt you or take from you. But believe me when I tell you, these same people will keep showing up in different bodies in your life. You ever have that friend? She keeps dating that same guy. Or he keeps dating that same girl. They look different. They're a different name, a different body, but it's the same damn person doing the same damn things. That's the rest of your life's that way as well. The kinds of people that come around, the money that comes around, the emotions that come around, they may show up in different packages, but it's the same thing until you change the thoughts. Why is that? Two things. Two things uh, make our lives what they are. Number one is conditioning. You've been being conditioned since the minute you were born. You've been conditioned since you were an infant. You've literally learned to think. And by the way, some of that conditioning, if you come from a good family, is really wonderful, but not all of it is. And some of it will serve you in some areas and others, but you've been conditioned by the people that raised you since you were an infant to actually think like they think, to have the emotions that they have oftentimes, to the languages and the words they use. You literally speak a language right now that you learned from your parents or whoever raised you. If you speak English, you learned that language. Infants are that easy to imprint. You learn that language. You have a friend who might be bilingual. They speak, let's say, Spanish and English. Is it not amazing to you that their children can learn both languages simultaneously? That's how much conditioning impacts a child. By the way, if a family speaks five or six languages in a home, the children will very easily learn all five of six of those languages when they live with them. That's how much conditioning is imprinted in a child, how easy it is. The complexity of thoughts and words and actual the actual language someone uses is conditioned by their parents. That's why you speak the language you speak right now. You didn't study it in a book. You literally had it imprinted and conditioned into you as a child. That's the power of conditioning. 
Now, the good news is if you mean to take control of your thoughts, you can reverse and re-engineer and recondition yourself to begin to think differently. The reason you have the language you have or the thoughts you have is they were repeated over and over and over and over and over again. And they begin to vibrate at a very high frequency. And when they do that, they're imprinted inside of who you are. And then your external life reflects this. But what most people try to do in their life is they operate in the physical world rather in the three planes I'm going to discuss in a minute. So number one is conditioning. Number two is environment. It reinforces what's around you. You know this. You are your environment. Whatever around you, whoever you hang around, whoever the people are that are around you, you begin to behave, think, and act like them. So imagine the compounding of conditioning of these things that happen and then your environment. So the environment re in, uh, enforces the conditioning and the conditioning reinforces the environment. And so to change our lives, we change two things. We change our conditioning and we change our environment. You can change one or you can change both. There's a magnified power to changing your conditioning, your thinking over and over again, and your environment. And the good news is you can absolutely do this because we attract into our life what we believe we're most worthy of and what we think about. Our mind moves towards what we're, mo we're most familiar with. So if you can begin, this may sound simple, to simply begin to force and place your thoughts on the things you want, the people you want, the life you want, the emotions you want, you will become familiar with them and you will begin to recondition yourself. And if you then wrap that around an environment of people who will support it, you become pretty damn powerful. And that's how you begin to change your life. That's why listening to my podcast matters. See, there's the two best books I've ever read are The Power of One More by this guy, Ed Milet, other than my scriptures, by the way, and Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And Napoleon Hill in his book says so many brilliant things. I've read it maybe 30 times. But one thing he talks about is education you know, learning things. You listen to my podcast to be educated. You go to seminars to be educated, right? We went to college if we did to be educated. But what he says a real educated man has, and by the way, in these days, they called it an educated man. Now it's an educated person. So I'll read it correctly. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. One more time, okay? Because this is how you change your life. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of generalized or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they can acquire anything they want or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. So it's our minds. Trust me, I'm one of these people. I've been blessed to come from an average, ordinary background. Some might even say dysfunctional and produce an abundance of wealth, an abundance of great relationships, an abundance of beautiful emotions and memories, an abundance of contribution in changing the world. And I'm not special. I'm not a particularly educated person. I've got a communications degree and I was an average student, but I have the type of education he's describing. I understand me. And when we begin to understand ourselves, then we can change. And that starts with an evaluation of your thinking. I know this is good, isn't it? So who are you? We've already established you're not your body. You're not your name. You're not those things. So who are you? I believe you're a spiritual creature. So I think you live, I think there's three elements to you. Three that comprise the physical and spiritual you. So you have three things. 
You have your physical body. It's attached to you right now. It won't be forever, but it's attached to you for right now. You have your intellect and your ability to think. And then you're a spiritual creature. Those are the three elements. So although my name is Ed Milet, that's not who I am. Although I might have a certain size bicep or waist, or that's not who I am. Who I am is all three of those things. And who I am permanently is I'm a spiritual creature. So having said all of that, how do we begin to change it? We have to begin to change it by repeatedly thinking about the things that we want in our life, repeatedly thinking about our dreams, beginning to believe that we were born to do something great and living life, listen to me, with the expectation that great things are going to come. You have to begin to live your life with the expectation that great things are coming your way, that you look for that as opposed to the problem. You look for the blessing as opposed to the curse. You assume great things are going to come into your life. And when you begin to do that, you properly begin to move towards the things that you want. You'd be amazed the things that begin to become real to you when you repeat it. Have you ever had that thing where you're repeatedly thinking about somebody and all of a sudden they text message you and you're like, how did that just happen? Or you've got something you're really focused on doing and then there's something on TV that's the exact topic. How does that happen? Those things were always there, but they were outside of your awareness because you were not obsessed with them. The reticular activating system in your brain reveals to you the things that matter the most that you believe most deeply. So if you believe you're a victim or you believe bad things are going to happen and you live in that expectation, the world is going to reveal to you the circumstances that make that to be true. This is a fact. And by the way, it may be true. But if you believe I overcome the fact that I've got these deficiencies, I overcome the fact that I don't come from the perfect family or look the perfect way or the right race or the right ethnic sex or the right religion or whatever the world thinks is right, which there is no right. But because I don't have all the decks stacked in my favor, I overcome it anyway and win anyway. You begin to have those things enter your life, the people, the things, the meetings, the thoughts, the emotions come your way. And then what happens is you begin to get enthusiasm and enthusiasm is an energy frequency. And when you meet an enthusiastic person with high energy vibrational frequency, highest energy always influences lowest energy. More certain person influences less certain person. So if I'm more certain I'm going to win than you are, then I'm not. If I've got higher energy frequency than you do and you're up against me, I will defeat you. Because in life, we get what we most believe we deserve. And so if you can pour enthusiasm and passion into these thoughts that you have and repeat them regularly, you recondition yourself and then surround yourself in an environment. Remember this. Why does the environment matter? Here's a quantum physics saying. Particles themselves are not responsible for their own creation. That means they don't create themselves. It's created by the environment, right? And so when we get to change our thinking, we change our environment. We begin to expand. This is true of everything in the world down to particles. And that's what that body of yours is, right? And so the way you use the body is to understand this concept of the mind. And we begin to move our physical bodies, we change things. And the outside world begins to shift to comply with what we know we're worth. It will shift for you. It will begin to comply with you as opposed to conspiring against you. I promise you. You got to begin to think that the world will comply with your will. And then you add to that prayer where it's being blessed. See, one of the things I do very often, because it's part of my intention, intentions matter. Remember this, intent matters, desire matters. 
See, when you have a dream, it's just a dream or like a wish. But when you move to desire and then you shift to intention, something happens. You begin to ask for help. You begin to ask others for help. And in my case, I can't tell you how many times I've just prayed and said, Lord, I need help with this. I need to understand this better. I need more people in my life. I need the meeting. I need, I need this. And when I begin to do that, I find that when I pray about these things, that not too long after, he begins to talk back to me. And that's where my intuition speaks. It may not be the person, but it's an intuition. It's a whisper. You know exactly. You've had the moments. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So what I want to challenge you to do today is just very simple, is to remember you were born to do something awesome with your life, and you won't know when you're doing it. You won't know when you're doing it in big ways and small ways. And the things that seem small in our lives may be the most significant later in our life because we don't know the ripple effects of those changes. If we can change our conditioning, if our parents can teach us to speak an entire language when we're an infant and we're not educated at all by traditional terms, I promise you we can begin to condition ourselves as adults. But you've had thousands of those repeated thoughts the other way. You have to begin to condition the new ones. When you change your environment and you begin to understand I'm a body with an intellect and a spiritual being, but I am not my body. I'm a spiritual being. And when I begin to work in the forms of energy, right, and vibration and frequency and repetitive thought increases the frequency, increases the vibration, I begin to shift the world around me and our dreams and our visions become realities. And then you become one of these people who are in that 5%. Listen to me, 95% of people go to work their entire life and work a 40-hour week and end up dead broke. Dead broke financially, dead broke emotionally, dead broke spiritually. 95% never live their life. These 5% over here understand only one distinction, which is the plan I just gave you. It's the only distinction. Here's the truth. Most people are scared to change who they are. In fact, even before that, they're a little bit scared to meet themselves. They've never spent any time getting to know themselves. But when you begin to do that and you go on that understanding of who you are, your life changes. You don't want to get to this end of this life and go, I blew it. I didn't max out. I didn't make anything happen. I, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Most people will live their entire life scared. Scared. What are other people going to think? What if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if I don't deserve it? That's all conditioning. That's all conditioning. It's all a lie. See, if I can get you discouraged, I got you. No matter what you believe, if you believe in heaven and hell or whatever you believe, but if you believe there's a devil or an adversary, what can he do to get you in your life to be one of those 95s who never do anything? He just gets you discouraged. He just gets you to play scared. I don't have to make you dumb because you're probably not, right? I don't have to make you lazy because you're probably not. I just got to make you scared. I just got to discourage you. And most people go through their whole lives living in some type of fear of a boogeyman who doesn't exist. And they get to the end of their life and they have regret because they never got to know who they truly were, their true power. They were born in the image and likeness of God. They were born to do something great. If God is with you, nobody can stand against you. I want you to remember that today. You begin to think those thoughts repeatedly and you change who you are. That whole particle thing of who you are that makes up who you are begins to change and you literally become a different being. When you become that different being inside, this outside world complies and you get whatever you want out of it. So let's get clear. By the way, be really clear on what you want because you're probably going to get it. Be specific too. 
Don't I want to lose weight? How much we want to how much weight you want to lose? I want to be wealthy. How much money do you want to have? Right? I want to be happy. What are the emotions you want? Bliss, ecstasy, passion. What are they? Get clear about them because the world's going to begin to comply and bend. You will bend the universe to comply with you because you're going to listen to that intuition, which is when God's talking back to you. Woo! It was good today, wasn't it? All right. Make sure you share this episode with anybody that you love, that you care about. If you want a little bit more, you can go to my buddy Brendan's got this great uh, website, growthday.com forward slash ed. There's more content in there. And then come back here every single week and share the podcast. It's the number one growing podcast in the world. That's that's actual fact. Number one in the world. And it's because you all share the show every week because it changes lives. All right, everybody. Change your life. You were born to do something great. God bless you. This is The Ed Milet Show.